Welcome to episode 35. I'm Betsy Marvin. Thank you for joining me for a few moments to ponder Lent. I realize there are many ways for you to use your time, and I want you to know that I'm grateful for the moments that you have invited me into your listening world. If you subscribe to my podcast, then you know that this one is a week behind. Sometimes the words just don't come easily, and other times they don't come at all. And this past week was one of those times when the words just didn't come. And rather than fake it and force it, I decided to wait and see. And here is where I've come. I've been ruminating on Isaiah 55, words of a prophet hundreds of years ago that hold prophecies of Jesus. The words speak of hope, redemption, and deliverance for the Israelites and for us. I read a definition that stated a prophet hears from God and lifts the veil on a deeper reality. That resonates with me, the lifting of the veil to see something deeper, something true that reminds us of the mystery of prophecy and the majesty of our God who sees beyond time and directs steps. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come. Take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples? I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know. And the peoples unknown to you will come running to obey. Because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you may find Him. Call on Him now while He is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that He may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for He will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways 
and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow came down from the heavens and and stayed on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of His power and love. Isaiah 55 Isaiah's ministry took place in Israel in the late 7th century BC. That puts him around 700 years before Jesus. So think about that. God gave Isaiah words that would be fulfilled for the Israelites in about 150 to 200 years. But his words would again be fulfilled 700 years later in Jesus. For some perspective, America will only be 246 years old this summer. When you think of all the history that has occurred in this country, imagine someone foretelling now when we began. I would struggle to believe someone that said they could foretell tomorrow, let alone 200 years out. Yet, before the Holy Spirit came to live within us, God used men like Isaiah, Daniel, Jeremiah, Amos, and many more to speak to his people, to let them know what was to come. Isaiah's words in chapter 55 gave God's people hope for deliverance from the Babylonians, and they point us to Jesus and our hope in the deliverance that he brings. As I read commentaries and different translations of this chapter, I thought about what God may have for us and the strong statements that kept standing out to me are what I want to share. Statements that feel like commands, as if God is telling us, do this. In verse 1, we see the very first command, come and drink. It's all free. Jesus calls himself the living water. And one day in the temple, when he's exasperated, he yells to get their attention, come and drink. And it's free because Jesus paid the price so that we could have salvation merely by asking. 
in verse 3, it says, Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. To truly listen without an agenda, with ears wide open, isn't very easy. It means hearing what you might not want to hear. But it also means listening to the words of Jesus to find life. It continues to state, Seek the Lord while you can find Him. Call on Him now while He is near. The word now stands out. It seems to infer that there will be a time when we won't find Him. But we know that He is near now. As close as a whisper, near to our souls. And He wants to be found if we just seek. Isaiah continues by saying something that I have often quoted to myself when I just don't understand life. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God makes it clear that we will not always understand because His ways are beyond what we can even imagine. He is higher, sees broader. He is omnipotent and omniscient, yet how often do we question that He knows what He's doing? We want to make God fit into our understanding, like like we actually can figure out the mysteries of the universe. But his thoughts are beyond what our human brains can conceive. And if we're honest, if we could understand it all, our God would be small. And we need a big God that sees more, knows more, and loves us more than we could ever ask or imagine. God goes on to say, It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Do you hear the hope there? His word always produces fruit. His word will always accomplish all that God wants it to. And for the Israelites, this pointed to a day of deliverance. For us, it points to Jesus. As God's living word, God sent him to us, and he produced fruit. He accomplished everything God wanted him to, and his word continues to prosper wherever God sends it. So, come and drink. Listen and find life. Seek the Lord. Call on him while he is near and know that his ways are higher than ours and that's a good thing. I'll leave you with the final blessing. You will live in joy and peace. 
The mountains and hills will burst into song and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of His power and love. Amen.